Thanks for joining us and welcome back to the Watchman on the Wall podcast. Periodically, we'll bring you true stories of angelic encounters, heavenly visitations, near-death experiences, as well as modern-day prophecies that are relevant to us today. When we come back, we'll begin our next episode. Hello again and welcome. This week, Stan Johnson of the Prophecy Club had another relevant broadcast. He talks about the prophecies for 2020 and in particular the next six months leading up to the presidential election in November. These prophecies just might shock you. So here now is Stan Johnson. Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Today we're going to be talking about prophecy in the mouth of two or three witnesses. Here's what Dana Coverstone said yesterday. December 16th, on a Monday night, I had that first part of the dream. And in that dream, I saw a calendar. And the calendar started in January, it was 2020, and the calendar flipped January, February, got to March, and I saw a finger, kind of like a many, many tickle you farson, the, the prophecy, you know, the, the the event from Daniel where a hand, a finger just came and just underlined the, the name March and then tapped it three times. Well, you know, if the, the symbol for therefore is three dots. So it was like one of those emphasizes, March is emphasized. Then I saw April, May, and June. And in June, I saw another emphasis underlying and tapped it three times. And that's when in the, in the dream, and it was a dream I had about, I saw people wearing masks. I saw lines at hospitals. I saw people who were protesting, marching. I saw buildings on fire. I saw looting. I saw people in, in desperate people. I saw people hiding in their homes. But the protests were really one of the big things that I saw. But I saw the kind of masks that people are wearing now, you know, for COVID. Last Monday night, I had a dream. And in the dream, I saw the calendar. I saw June and it went July, August, September. And when it hit September, I saw the same hand I'd seen in December underline the month of September. And then it flipped October and then it flipped November. And that's when the dream really took on a whole new schism, so to speak. I saw the index finger underlying the word November. It didn't tap it. At that time, I saw a fist ball up and it hit. It just hit the calendar. It was almost as if the calendar went flying back into the wall. I saw the numbers that had been like posted on the, the little blocks of the calendar. I saw those numbers just fly into the air. And immediately, I saw the same type of scenes that I was seeing from the dream back in December, but it was more intense. I saw Russian and Chinese troops. I saw men wearing blue, and it didn't say UN on them, but the blue helmets were typically UN, you know, United Nations type of things. But I saw looting, and I saw burning, and I saw mass absolute chaos. I see people running. I saw, I saw and heard in my vision and dream gunfire, constant gunfire. 
I saw people now hiding in their homes, looking out the windows in a dark room with a gun in their hand and looking back to check, you know, to check on their families and things like that. But I saw people everywhere. I saw capitals surrounded. I saw state houses, capital state, or state capitals surrounded. I saw people screaming and making demands that were almost just outrageous. In the dream back in December, I had seen vultures over major cities, including especially Washington, D.C. And I saw the Washington Monument. I saw the Lincoln Memorial. I saw the White House. And I saw that all the curtains were pulled in the White House, especially in the Oval Office. And everything in the sky was dark. Almost, and it wasn't like a storm. It was almost as if it was nighttime. As I looked at the White House, the windows were shut, saw nobody moving around. Then I had a picture of inside the actual Oval Office. And here's what I saw, because I've had a lot of folks that have, and, you know, I said when I posted this that I didn't see Trump. And my reference to that wasn't support or lack of support for the president. I was just simply stating the fact that I saw no one in that office. No one was sitting in the seat. There was no cabinet members there. There was no secretary. There was nobody in that room. In other words, what it said to me was, at this moment, we were leaderless. And that's the thing that stood out to me. It wasn't that there was, I saw the flags. In the off, the Oval Office was the Resolute Desk, which has some pretty historical significance, you know, the one that Kennedy had sat at. So I'm not even sure if Donald Trump uses that in the office or what desk he has, but I saw that desk and I saw nobody sitting at it. The other thing that flashed through my mind at that moment was I saw a long conference table and I saw, and I'm going to be very specific about this, I saw senators. I did not see Congress. I did not see anybody in the leadership. I saw members of the Senate. It was just the Senate. I'm not going to say specifically who I saw, but I know that I recognized the faces and would know the names. And I saw them sitting in a room that was very peaceful. Uh, there was no rush or no panic. Even though outside in the windows of that room, I could see there were fires burning. There was chaos outside. These men were very, very resolute. They were very, very patient. They were looking at their watches. They were in no hurry. And the other thing that I saw on the table that stands out to me as well was briefcases. Now, in our day and age, briefcases are not even, you know, they're, they're a way a thing of the past. But I saw piles, stacks and stacks and stacks and piles and piles of briefcases on this long conference table where these men were talking about. I also saw the former senator who, who was out of the Dakota area, so to speak, and I saw him handing folders. Now, I don't know what was in these, these file folders. They were sealed with a clasp. He was pushing these file folders to different ones of those senators, and they were folding it up, putting it in those briefcases, and then locking everything. But once again, they weren't in a hurry to get anywhere. After that scene hit, I began to see more chaos in the skies, just terrible things, the signs and wonders in the heavens. Okay, now let's see how this fits in with other prophecies. He said there was going to be COVID in March. He was shown June there's going to be masks, riots, protests, marchings, buildings on fire, looting, people hiding in their own homes. I don't know if you saw that clip about the family that had to come out with... (laughs) an armed weapon at his front door because people were threatening to break into not only his home, but every home up and down the block. Refresh your memory. The fall of America will start with an internal revolution in America started by the communists. Also refresh your memory. Israel refuses help to America. Catastrophe hits America. Omar ushers in Palestinian state. One of America's greatest times of need. Israel's attacked. America sends troops. Chaos reigns as Americans protest help to Israel. Then she heard my voice quoting Dimitri, the fall of America would start with an internal revolution. Now, with those backgrounds, who else is saying the kind of things that Dana Coverstone is saying? On May 27, 2016, in my prayer closet, I asked the Lord, 
thank you so much for giving us the prophecies of the future, but I need an overview from now until Inauguration Day, which was what I was asking. This was uh, May 27th of 2016. Well, I got a lot much more than that. So the next morning, May 28th, 2016, Pastor Massey called. He said, I had a dream last night, very powerful dream, but I don't understand it. I said, tell me. Well, he only got the first sentence or two out, and I said, I know what this is about. This is an overview of the future, because this is exactly what I prayed would be shown to me by you, so God sent the dream to you at my request, meaning, now we have in the mouth of two or three witnesses, because I prayed for it, and I said specifically that God would give it to Pastor Massey, and he got it. Now, let's look at that overview in light of what Dana Coverstone is saying. He said the first thing he saw is we were plowing, very nice things happening, good things, like seven years of plenty. I believe that that's probably what we're in the process of right now. Then the next segment was we came home. Someone dropped off two children at my house. One girl thought that we were the best person to take care of their children. They were scared that they would have no food. There was no food where they were living. The third segment was I was sitting there and someone came to my home to hurt these children. They said, let me talk to you. I said, well, before I talk to you, let me get my gun because I don't want to talk to you without my gun. So I got my gun loaded with three cartridges and talked with them. That may be saying that we're getting pretty close to that segment right now. Now, we haven't had food problems, but of course, COVID kind of started to cause some food problems, as you recall, and Trump signed an executive order saying that the food places that were cutting up the chickens and like were not going to be able to close because they had COVID. So actually, the first two of those may very well have already been fulfilled. It may be that we're now coming up to the gun thing. There was a main road by my house. I saw like a herd of people walking down this road. So many people, like a herd of cows or sheep, the road was packed. They were close together like sardines. My guess is that that's probably people leaving America like rats leaving a sinking ship, or you might say people leaving a nation that is in the process of falling. Then the final segment was, I saw that they began to get chopped up, chopped up, up. Only a few of them were like one or two people out of a thousand were spared. I saw this chopper, this some kind of a chopping machine, chopping them in half, chopping off their heads. I saw, whoa. This must be the end time. And only a few people were spared, and we went into hiding. So there's five segments he saw. First was very nice things. Well, that sort of defines the last three years. Then there was a food shortage, and it may be that Trump was able to avoid that. The next thing is you got to have a gun to be safe. The next thing was people were leaving the nation, walking out on foot. And fifth was the tribulation. Now let's go to something else. Hold that in mind there. Now let's go to Shane Warren. And I'm going to give you a brief overview of this because it would take me too long to read every, besides I've already read several of all of this several times. July 10, 2012, uh, Pastor Shane Warren spoke at Prophecy Club. He said essentially he was looking at a television and all of a sudden it turned into a vision of the future. The weather broadcast was a giant storm hitting America. Now, we didn't know what that was now, but have we just been hit by a giant, giant storm all across America? I would say it's probably COVID. And in the middle of this storm, he also saw that there is a giant earthquake that hit in the center of the nation. Well, as of today, 
July 1, Israel is supposed to be voting on whether they're going to annex part of the West Bank. Now, I don't know what God is going to call us splitting Israel. I don't know if that's going to be what he's going to consider it. I mean, so if Israel agrees to part some or maybe all of Trump's deal of the century, is that what God is going to call splitting our nation? And as you recall, I've got 12 people that says that America is split because we split Israel. So here we are. It's possible. That's the point I'm trying to say. It's possible that we could see the newspaper headline in the next week or so that says Omer ushers in Palestinian state. We don't know what the Omer is. We do know that there's a guy out there by the name of Ehud Omer that is really, really pushing hard trying to give the Palestinians a state. He thinks he's doing good, but what he would be doing is splitting Israel and then God would split America. Okay, so let's back up. First thing he saw was worthless dollars blowing in the wind, which was a big storm. Well, we haven't seen the worthless dollars yet. However, by the way, I've got like three emails in the last 24 hours. Many people are saying that the coins, yeah, nickels, dimes, quarters, things like that, are drying up all across America. Uh, Many of the places are saying, we can't give you change now because we don't have the coins. Well, again, that's probably part of what that final info is saying about a new financial system coming into place. That's all part of it. That might be part of worthless dollars blowing like worthless leaves in the wind. Then the earthquake. The next thing he saw was the worthless dollars were caused by some sort of oil for gold exchange that we really haven't heard. And we heard a little bit about it, but not too much. Then there was an internal revolution. Now let's get to that point because this sounds a lot like what Pastor Dana was told. He says the devaluing of the dollar caused major rioting in the streets. Well, we're seeing major rioting, but it wasn't because of the dollar. I saw silver, not gold, begin to drastically increase in value. I saw riots break out in major cities all across America. Well, we are there right now. People were rioting in the streets, and on their signs was written, Give us our entitlements, give us our entitlements. That may be still coming, but certainly part of it has already arrived. We'll be right back after this message. Hello again, this is The Watchman. Please join us each week for an exciting and inspirational podcast dealing with angel encounters, heavenly visitations, near-death experiences, as well as modern-day prophecies that are relevant to us today. So tune in each week and share it with your friends. After all, they could use a little inspiration in their life, too. That's The Watchman on the Wall podcast, and now you can find us on YouTube. We return you now to Stan Johnson and prophecies for the next six months. People were riding in the streets, and on their signs was written, Give us our entitlements, give us our entitlements. That may be still coming, but certainly part of it has already arrived. I saw demonstrations, violence in the streets. Wherever these things were lost, because there's not enough money to keep up the subsidies. Well, again, maybe that's part of that is still coming. Now, let's get to the point. At the same time, I saw the church arise with healing in their wings for this moment, and we've read that before, so I'll skip into that. Now, I want to go back to the second dream that Pastor Dana had. Last Monday night, I had a dream, and in the dream, I saw the calendar. I saw June, and it went July, August, 
September. And when it hit September, I saw the same hand I'd seen in December underline the month of September. And then it flipped October. And then it flipped November. And that's when the dream really took on a whole new schism, so to speak. I saw the, the index finger underline the word November. It didn't tap it. At that time, I saw a fist ball up and it hit. It just hit the calendar. It was almost as if the calendar went flying back into the wall. I saw the numbers that had been like posted on the, the little blocks of the calendar. I saw those numbers just fly into the air. And immediately, I saw the same type of scenes that I was seeing from the dream back in December, but it was more intense. I saw Russian and Chinese troops. I saw men wearing blue and it didn't say UN on them, but the blue helmets were typically UN, UN, United Nations type of things. But I saw looting and I saw burning and I saw mass absolute chaos. I see people running. I saw, I saw and heard in my vision and dream gunfire, constant gunfire. I saw people now hiding in their homes, looking out the windows in a dark room with a gun in their hand and looking back to check, you know, to check on their families and things like that. But I saw people everywhere. I saw capitals surrounded. I saw state houses, capital state, or state capitals surrounded. I saw people screaming and making demands that were almost just outrageous. In the dream back in December, I'd seen vultures over major cities, including especially Washington, D.C. And I saw the Washington Monument. I saw the Lincoln Memorial. I saw the White House. And I saw that all the curtains were pulled in the White House, especially in the Oval Office, and everything in the sky was dark. Almost, and it wasn't like a storm. It was almost as if it was nighttime. As I looked at the White House, the windows were shut, saw nobody moving around. Then I had a picture of inside the actual Oval Office. And here's what I saw, because I've had a lot of folks that have, and, you know, I said when I posted this that I didn't see Trump. And my reference to that wasn't support or lack of support for the president. I was just simply stating the fact that I saw no one in that office. No one was sitting in the seat. There was no cabinet members there. There was no secretary. There was nobody in that room. In other words, what it said to me was, at this moment, we were leaderless. And that's the thing that stood out to me. It wasn't that there was, I saw the flags. In the, off, the Oval Office was the Resolute Desk, which has some pretty historical significance, you know, the one that Kennedy had sat at. So I'm not even sure if Donald Trump uses that in the office or what desk he has, but I saw that desk and I saw nobody sitting at it. The other thing that flashed through my mind at that moment was I saw a long conference table and I saw, and I'm going to be very specific about this, I saw senators. I did not see Congress. I did not see anybody in other leadership. I saw members of the Senate. It was just the Senate. I'm not going to say specifically who I saw, but I know that I recognize the faces and would know the names. And I saw them sitting in a room that was very peaceful. Uh, there was no rush or no panic. Even though outside in the windows of that room, I could see there were fires burning. There was chaos outside. These men were very, very resolute. They were very, very patient. They were looking at their watches. They were in no hurry. And the other thing that I saw on the table that stands out to me as well was briefcases. Now, in our day and age, briefcases are not even, you know, they're, they're a way a thing of the past. But I saw piles, stacks and stacks and stacks and piles and piles of briefcases on this long conference table where these men were talking about. I also saw a former senator who, who was out of the Dakota area, so to speak, and I saw him handing folders. Now, I don't know what was in these, these file folders. They were sealed with a clasp. He was pushing these file folders to different ones of those senators, and they were folding it up, putting it in those briefcases, and then locking everything. But once again, they weren't in a hurry to get anywhere. After that scene hit, I began to see more chaos in the skies, just terrible things, the signs and wonders in the heavens. Okay, so what's going on? Let's refresh. In September, he said he saw the fist hit it. 
and he said he saw Russian and Chinese. Now, you've heard me say that the prophecies say that Chinese are not going to attack us, and I don't believe it was the Chinese. My suspicion is it was probably the North Koreans. But nevertheless, I, I don't know. Uh, but I can just tell you that uh, I believe what Dimitri said more than anybody, uh, except the Bible, of course. And he said that God would raise up China, Japan, and many of the nations that would go against the Russians. So in the future, the Chinese are going to be our side. However, it does concern me that the Russians are there. In that the Russians are there, the blue helmets or the blue hats are there. A lot of what he's saying there sounds like the Russians have attacked there. And I don't want to believe that. I want to believe it. We can pray. Matter of fact, we better be praying all this way. Matter of fact, I just said to a friend of mine, I said, it's like we are where Nineveh was when Jonah started walking into the city. In other words, Jonah at that point didn't understand that she was in trouble with God. And that's where America is. But the difference is Nineveh from the king down fasted for three days and repented and asked God to forgive them. And as a result, instead of 40 days destruction, they were destroyed in 40 years. It was delayed. But I don't see any sign that there's anybody going to church more, anybody doing anything more about getting the sin out of this nation. I'm talking about this nation as a whole. Again, Revelation 18 says that we are the habitation of devils, the hold of every foul spirit, and the cage of every unclean and hateful bird. Now, before all of these George Floyd protests popped up, I'd have said, nah, we're not that bad yet. No, not bad. Well, now... Looking at the nightly news, all you got to do is watch it and you'll have to say, yep, habitation of devils, hold of every foul spirit, and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. So to me, now please, I'm not, I'm not trying to put words in Dana's mouth. I'm not trying to give an inaccurate interpretation. I'm trying to look at this in light of the Bible and what the other holy prophets and servants of God have said. And to me, it sounds like if it's not the internal revolution started, it's certainly very close to it, especially when you have blue hats there, Russians and Chinese soldiers. That sounds to me like there's probably martial laws have been declared, and if the Russians haven't attacked yet, it sounds like it is very, very close. Now, there's a couple of things I need to, to say about that. One is, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I'm going to say I'm glad that I've done a few things. I'm glad that I have my freezer with plenty of potassium iodate pills in case there's a suitcase nuke goes off anywhere close to me. I'm glad that uh, I live in Texas and I have a, shoot, a few of them shooting orange where if someone does think that they want to come in my house and hurt me and my family, they will wish that they had not thought about that. Again, I'm not suggesting you hurt anyone. As you know, I'm a soul winner. I'm, I'm a watchman. I want to see people saved. I don't want to see them hurt. But on the other hand, it's like a, a police officer buddy of mine once said, if someone's got to go to the grand jury, let it be me, not the other guy. In other words, if two people are going to be falling, I want it to be the other person and not me. You understand what I'm saying? Again, I'm not suggesting violence be done in any way. I'm suggesting what I am suggesting is now's the time, brothers and sisters, we better be on our knees. We better be fasting and praying for this nation that we will, A, as a nation, get by and given a little softening and a delay. And also personally. Okay, so let's go on to the rest of the things he said. So he saw blue helmets. He saw chaos. Chaos everywhere. He heard constant gunfire. Constant gunfire. Constant gunfire? Really? 
I mean, you know, we hear that like in Fourth of July, which, by the way, apparently there is a plot out there for a bunch of people to be killed on about or around Fourth of July by some of these street thugs thinking that all of the other neighbors will think, oh, well, it's just uh, it's just fireworks. And it's not fireworks. It's actually some of their neighbors being killed. So just be heads up on that, too. By the way, as far as Dana, I want to say thank you to all the people that sent his 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 Facebook and his YouTube clip of those prophecies. I think I'm up to like 16 different emails. It's like from all kinds of directions all over the nation. People send me emails. You got to hear this guy. You got to see this. Watch this guy. <laughs> and so thank you. It's it's good to know that we have ears out there, to, people that are listening that are going to report it to me. So thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Ask. Stan at prophecyclub.com. Okay, so he also said he saw that the Capitol and the state houses were surrounded. Okay, that sounds like protests, but that sounds like that sounds like an internal revolution to me. So at the very least, it may not be the Russians attacking it. I hope it's not, but I'm going to throw some ideas at the, yeah, you there in just a second. It may not be. I hope it's not. But it certainly sounds like the internal revolution is just around the corner. He also said he saw no one in leadership. I want to believe that that is not saying that we don't have leadership. I want to believe that that's because leadership has now gone down into the underground bunkers for safety. And that's what I'd like to think is that the Russians are our friends. (laughs) Yeah, good luck with that. And the Chinese and somehow the people that he sees there are actually helping protect our nation, that there is an internal revolution going on. But the the foreign troops we see in this dream is actually people there to help. I want to believe that the president has won the election one way or the other, whether the Republicans win or whether the Democrats win in November, on about November 3rd or shortly after that. When the election takes place, we're probably going to see the start of the internal revolution. Whether the Dems win or the Republicans win, I think we can pretty much count that an internal revolution is coming in November. He saw September is a fist. He thought that that was probably another virus. Well, we do know that Sundar Salvarej was told that another virus is coming that's going to make this one look like a picnic. Also, I had the dream about two men get on a plane with a virus before the plane can land. Everyone on board will be dead. That's not COVID-19. That's something that hits more deadly and more quickly than COVID-19. So I'd say that my best guess is probably September, probably September. That's just a guess. Probably that's another virus. That's what he says. However, it also could be the sealed indictments, which the count is up to now 176,436 sealed indictments. My guess is that probably in September that the arrests have become large enough and numerous enough and public enough to where finally it has to come out. And it does come out that some of these big name people, a lot of people that people really, really love, well-known people, singers, actors, congressmen have all been arrested. That could be what's causing the problems in September. Then November, I think probably it has to be the election. What if this thing in July, let's say that Israel does vote for something and it does split Israel. So let's say that Israel is split, America is split, and all of a sudden these prophecies, these headlines that Leslie were given begin to come to pass. And here we are in November as soon as the internal revolution. So, I mean, what if America is taken out in 2021? 
Well, that's Stan Johnson of the Prophecy Club and the prophecies for the next six months. I'll be right back after this. Are you interested in scary places? Well, I found a great podcast called Your Haunted Holiday. Each week, sisters Lisa and Lindsay will take you to some of the most haunted places in the world. Their incredible research into how these places became haunted is complemented by their insight into the ghostly activities that are present. They give you information on ghost tours, prices, and much more. That's Your Haunted Holiday. You can go to yourhauntedholiday.com or just listen to wherever great podcasts are found. Are you looking for a good quality used car but don't want to pay an arm and a leg? Well, come into Rainy Used Cars. We have the largest selection in the Southeast. Whether you want a pickup or a quality SUV from mom, you'll find a variety of vehicles to choose from. We even finance. So come in today. You'll find a Rainy Used Cars located near you. Thanks again for listening, and if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends. Also, give us a like. We welcome any comments or suggestions you might have. We also ask you to subscribe so that you will be notified of all our future episodes. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on the Watchman on the Wall podcast. Podcast.